Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Thursday, September 29th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the Stock Act hits another roadblock. Number two, T-minus one day until government funding runs out. Now what? And number three, Liz Cheney's primary opponent is spreading the love. All right, Jake, let's get into it. We have been all over the Stock Act, the run-up to its final unveiling, uh, the number of Democrats that have been skeptical of it since it has been revealed, as well as the continued frustration among Republicans. Um, But this effort and promise by House Democratic leadership, particularly the Speaker, that they would do uh, a vote on it before uh, the end of the month appears that that is not going to be happening. Does not appear like it's going to be happening at all. Um, So the bill was released uh, on, um, uh, I guess it would be Tuesday night now, and um, it has been... uh, this has been a long way, a long time in the making here. Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, the speaker, had asked Zoe Lofgren, the House administration chair, who's a, a very close ally of hers, um, asked her to put this together a couple months ago. Uh, we reported that at the time. Uh, it was released, and it's gotten some criticism, as we've detailed. But yesterday we spoke to uh, House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer, who has been, as we've reported, skeptical about about the utility or the need, I guess, of something like this. And he said, it just came out. I have to look at it. Um, And uh, a bunch of people, a bunch of senior members of the House Democratic leadership team said it's not going to come up. Now, that's not it's not going to come up before the election. I mean, that's not, you know, that's not really, you know, uh, a prophecy that is worth (laughs) is worth uh, spending a lot of time explaining. There's only two days left in session pretty much before the the November uh, election. The November election is 40 days from now. Um, and uh, it is a it, they don't have they, they just don't have time to get it done. But I mean, I would say, quite frankly, that I don't know when it's going to get done. Anna, and I think the political implications of that are quite are quite interesting. Sure. I mean, I think this is something that we've seen, you know, an issue that we've seen kind of come full circle, right? Where, you you know, years ago, both Republicans and Democrats were kind of opposed to taking this on. That has clearly shifted uh, into the mainstream thinking that um, I think it would be hard, as you noted yesterday in this podcast, for folks, if she were to put this on the floor, I think that would be a very difficult vote for a lot of her members, um, you know, and, and Republicans to vote against it because... Uh, uh, you know, the campaign ad writes itself. But, uh, you know, the devil in these ty- this type of legislation, I think, always comes down to, even more so than a lot of others, the devil's in the details. Uh, this is very broad. They chose not to take a more narrow view, do something, see what the ramifications are, and then potentially take on another piece of this at another point in time. So, um, you know, whether it comes up in the lame duck, we'll see. Uh, there is no, you know, there's no time certain, right? And Congress, as we we often <laughs> talk about here, it, you know, moves when it has to. And this is not something it has to move on. Yeah, it's not something you have to move on. But I mean, this is, this is, uh, you're probably right that I, I don't know what the campaign ads would say if they don't bring this up or whether they even, I, I don't know. Well, if they I bring mean, it up on the floor and you vote against this bill, oh, then, then it's, you're it's saying brutal. You're, that, that, you know, member X 
you know, does, believes he's above the law. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree. And I, I, I think that, as we noted yesterday, I think this is a, I think Congress is going to have to do something on this at this point from a political point of view, um, because it is just, it is just a, a it, it, there's just widespread condemn, condemnation of the laws. Uh, of the of the, the the norms by which Congress operates, as we've always said, it's not what's illegal, which that is uh, that is uh, of interest, but it's oftentimes what's legal, and um, and and that's it's important to note. I, I would just I would just add on top of that, um, the, this is this is not only the legislative branch; it's the it's the executive branch and the judicial branch, which is getting tightened, uh, which is seeing its rules tightened under this piece of legislation. Uh, Steny Hoyer, again, has been skeptical of this. He's been uh, allegedly speaking on behalf of a larger group of members who are skeptical um, of this piece of legislation and of the effort to curb stock trading by members of Congress. So it is a um, uh, what a, it's a hot button issue. And can I I don't know if I could see this coming up in the lame duck. Um the lame duck is going to include a lot of stuff. It's going to include government funding from December 16th um, uh, through theoretically next October. It's going to include leadership elections. It's going to include it's just going to include a lot. Um, so uh, uh, I, I, I don't know how they squeeze this in the NDAA. In addition, could they add this to the NDAA? I guess I, I don't know. I just see this this probably all falling by the wayside. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning. Uh, T-minus one day until government funding runs out. Uh, nothing like Congress being Congress here, Jake. Leaving uh, the must-do legislation right until uh, the end. Top Senate negotiators have yet to, to agree on a deal on a short-term funding bill. Remember, this is only going to fund the government until December 16th. So we'll be back here talking about this uh, before too long. Um, both... Democratic and GOP leaders believe the issue will be resolved today, um, but, you know, it still has yet to be resolved and is just another example of everything kind of, you know, nothing happened in the Senate until they, they actually, you know, really are up against a deadline. Yeah. So Chuck Schumer and Senate uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell are trying to work out an agreement to get a uh, quick vote on the government funding bill. They're in... Um, they are in the kind of the lead up, the the um, uh, procedural ang- procedural time frame here of the government funding bill. Now it's in McConnell and Schumer's uh, interest to get a quick vote here, and and both both McConnell and Schumer are in favor of the the funding bill. It got through, uh, it, it advanced with seventy something votes just uh, a couple nights ago. So there's something there's there's not a lot of opposition to this. Um, but listen, there are Republicans who might want amendments. They're trying to work all of that out. And um, I would guess at this point, it probably gets done at some point today in the Senate and then heads to the House tomorrow. Um, and then the House goes home. Now, Schumer has indicated that he will be bringing the Senate back in session in October. Um, uh, Brez uh, doesn't believe that. He said yesterday he tweeted at me, we'll see. Uh, I think there's a lot of people in both parties that don't believe that Schumer's going to do that. He wants his people home campaigning, and, and there's no reason that they shouldn't be, uh, except the NDAA is hanging out there. There's a lot of stuff that's hanging out there. Um, uh, so there are a, um, a number of, 
Another number of things that need to get worked out. Today's a big day for that, and I think we will see. Um, I think we will see. Uh, I think we should see some progress today. Well, if we don't, we're going to have a big issue. But yeah, certainly hard to see. I'm with Brez, I think, on this one. An October return of the Senate um, certainly would be a lot of grumpy senators <laughs> that that uh, Chuck Schumer would have to be uh, contending with. Let's move on to the number three story of the morning. I thought this was super interesting uh, for our listeners as well as our readers. Uh, everybody remembers the primary between Representative Liz Cheney, Republican of Wyoming, against Harriet Hageman. Um, Hageman, of course, handily beat Cheney uh, in that primary last month, and now she is spreading the love when it comes to money around the House GOP. Always fascinating when mem- when when folks, even before they are members, are choosing to play the inside game and curry favor uh, when it comes to their colleagues. Yeah, I thought this was interesting too. Uh, Hageman is a um, a uh, is coming to Congress. I mean, she beat Cheney handily. It's a Republican state, Wyoming. She's going to be in Congress. She's beginning to spread the, her money around, spread the love around. I guess is another way to say it. It's my way. I'm saying it this morning anyway. Yeah. So uh, uh, she gave 150 thousand to the D, to NRSC, NRCC rather, and uh, more than 100 thousand to other candidates. This is out of her campaign fund. Did a pack event with Kevin McCarthy um, uh, with John. John Brasso and Cynthia Lummis last night in D.C. as co-hosts um, is going to campaign around the country. I'm not entirely sure. I mean, maybe among the conservative base, she is somebody who people would know. But uh, I would say her um, her political star is relatively limited at this point. But but um, uh, it shows that she wants to she she wants to help the team. Uh, she was endorsed by the House leadership by Kevin McCarthy and Elise Stefanik, not Steve Scalise, who doesn't endorse against sitting incumbents. Um, so you have to imagine she's going to be a pretty uh, uh, big team player for House Republicans in, if they win the majority. All right. One quick note. Uh, we have our second The Punch-Up profile that is launching today. Jake, um, The Punch-Up is, of course, our equity platform focused in the first year on uh, racial equity as well as sustainability. And we are this morning featuring National Urban League President and CEO Mark Morial. Uh, our very own Max Cohen had an interview with him to talk about his perspective on America's path toward racial justice. Uh, we feature this in the newsletter as well as on our website, which you can check that out as part of our kind of growing um, you know, p- platform and programming that we are going to be doing in the fall around the punch up. Very excited uh, about that. And with that, thanks so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.